This is Creepy, a podcast dedicated to sharing the most famous, chilling, and disturbing creepy pastas and urban legends in the world. Whether these stories truly happened or are simply fabrications is for you to decide. These stories may contain graphic depictions of violence and explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. The Holders Series, Part 2 As requested by listeners The Holder of Suffering Requested by Brian Witt via the Facebook group at facebook.com slash creepypod In any city, in any country, pick up any phone and dial 911 Once the operator picks up and asks you what your emergency is, tell them you wish to speak to the holder of suffering. As soon as you say that, the operator will hang up on you. In three hours, you will feel a tap on your shoulder. At that time, you must take any item and bury it deep within your eye. If you've done this in time, you will find yourself unharmed in a dark room facing a grotesque pile of mutilated corpses. You will be unable to imagine what things could have possibly been done to these bodies to disfigure them so horribly. The bodies will soon start writhing and screaming in an otherworldly language that will most likely overwhelm you with sadness. Your task is to dig through these corpses. As soon as you get close to them, they will tear into you with their gnarled remnants of claws and teeth but you must ignore this and dig deeper into the center of the pile. At some point while doing this, you will receive a deep cut on your left arm. At that time, the hideous bodies around you will disappear and you will wake up in a hospital bed. No one will enter your room and you will be free to leave at any time. The cut on your arm will never stop bleeding. And as time goes on, it will become more and more infected and more and more painful. It will eventually consume you with so much pain you will not be able to move. And you will die a horrible death. That cut is object 265 of 538. No suffering could ever rival that which will be felt if they come together. Also requested by Brian, the holder of endurance. In any city, in any country, go into any mental institution or halfway house you can get yourself into. Once inside, ask the person working at the front desk to see the holder of endurance. The worker should take you down a hallway that couldn't be where it is. Eventually you will come across a blood-stained door with inhuman screams of agony coming from behind it. The worker will open it for you and walk away. Inside the door will be hundreds of tables with creatures you can barely recognize as humans being put through unimaginable horrors. I suggest you do not dwell on them for too long. They have earned their fate. 
There will be one empty table directly in front of you with a man in a black shroud standing over it. You must go in and lay on that table. The man will put out a long chain and use it to bind you to the table. No matter how much you struggle, you will not be able to free yourself. He will then begin to torture you in ways no human mind could imagine, nor be written in any language of this earth. The worst of this, while you are on the table, no matter what this shrouded figure does to you, you will not come any closer to death. You will be tortured here for what will seem like an eternity. The pain will be incomprehensible second to nothing. Even the souls condemned to hell will weep for you. While this goes on, you must not let out any sign of pain or else it will never end. If you can endure, then eventually the man will stop. Unravel the chain that binds you, hand it to you, and render you unconscious with a blow to the head. When you walk away, you will be outside the mental institution or halfway house with the chain wrapped around your hand. That chain is object 257 of 538. When the two ends are touched to an object, the two objects cannot be pulled apart unless you remove them. You have endured a fate worse than hell itself, but will you endure when they come together? Hello, Bill Band here from the All 80s Movies Podcast to tell you about Factor Meals. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian-approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash 80smovies50 and use code 80smovies50 to get 50% off. That's code 80smovies50 at factormeals.com slash 80smovies50 to get your 50% off today. as requested on the creepy Facebook group by Jessica Fornash, holder of perdition. In any city, in any country, go to any Christian church you can get yourself to. To the first holy man or woman that approaches you, ask, I wish to see the holder of perdition. If the person you are speaking to looks confused, ask again. If on the third time they ask you to leave, do so. You're in the wrong church. If the holy person agrees and leads you upstairs, refuse and demand to go downstairs. Once the holy person takes you down to the end of the stairs, say, 
I no longer need you. Thanks. Otherwise he or she will surely kill you in the dark catacombs of which you have arrived. Wait until you can no longer hear the holy person's footsteps, then shut your eyes and walk forward until you hit a wall. Alternate between directions, right, backward, left, forward, every 16 steps in that pattern for 1,024 steps, right, backward, left, forward, right, backward, left, forward. At no point should you open your eyes or lose count or else you'll forever be lost in a labyrinth beneath the church. Once you have walked 1,024 paces altogether, open your eyes. Before you will stand the same holy person who brought you down here. Except now he or she dons a white robe that is covered in fresh blood. He or she will announce that they are the Lord of Perdition, not the Holder, and several torches will burst into flame behind him or her, revealing where the blood came from. A young girl between 13 and 16 will be laying nude on the altar with blood coming out of every orifice on her body. Do not feel pity or sorrow for the girl or you will suffer her fate instead. Only ask, what makes you the Lord? Then with conviction bordering on anger, you are just a holder. He or she will laugh and you will see in your mind's eye every atrocity ever committed in the name of God and salvation. Resist these visions and he or she will say, I make the damnation, I will define its Lord. Say nothing to this and he or she will become enraged, screaming at you in multiple tongues. At this point, focus on the pain and how wrong it is. Do not think of vengeance, think of relief and peace and happiness. The holy person will stop his or her screaming, the room will become dark, and he or she will say, this will not help you, seeker. It will only remind you of the suffering that has happened and you have yet experienced. Enjoy, fool. The blood-soaked garb of the holy person is object 329 of 538. The pain and suffering is not yet over. And finally, requested by that daft punk on Twitter at CreepyPod. Holder of War. In any city, in any country, go to any mental institution or halfway house you can get yourself to. Gaze at the ceiling with a bored expression as you walk up to the front desk and with a voice that sounds like it is halfway across the world, ask to see the holder of war. You will get a light tap on the shoulder. It is now safe to look down. The attendant will simply smile politely and begin walking. 
giving a speech that sounds almost mechanical as he describes the history of the asylum. Do not react to his speech. It is insanely bloody and filled with rather graphic descriptions, but reaction at this point means a one-way trip to hell. After some time of walking, you will come to an elaborately carved door of mahogany and gold. Stop in front of it. Keep your bored expression on your face, possibly adding a blank grin. But do not react as the worker grabs you by the back of your shirt, or he will change his grip and you will be without your head. The worker will pitch you through the door and you will hear it slam shut behind you. You are on what might have once been fertile farmland, but is now a ravaged, blasted battlefield. Soldiers clad in two colors, a horribly bright yet somehow stained white and a filthy, sickening black, are battling in the most horrid manners possible fighting with rifles, cannon, swords, bows, all the weapons of war that have existed since the dawn of time. Do not shrink from this battlefield or the soldiers will notice you, stop their quarrels and turn upon you with a ravenous hatred, for you are what they have been fighting over and in their fevered, battle-crazed minds that means you are the cause of all their bloodshed. Also, do not try and go back through the door. It has fallen flat in the mud, pushed over by a screaming infantryman wielding a bayoneted rifle. If you let him get the better of you, he will rip you to pieces in seconds but somehow not manage to kill you. The pain of the experience will undoubtedly drive what is left of your mind mad. Instead, drop your bored expression and put a grim, determined one on your face. Walk in measured, military-style steps straight ahead until you see a three-story tall structure of blasted concrete that might have once been a command bunker. Do not turn around while doing so. The armor has arrived to the field, and if you stop or change your pace, the tanks will run you down. Once you have entered the bunker, do not give any notice to anyone who makes a request of you or tries to talk to you, no matter how desperate they seem. They each think you are the enemy, and the moment you respond, you will be rewarded with a knife to the face. Instead, go straight up the stairway in front of you to the second level of the bunker. As you mount the stairs, a crash will be heard behind you. That's the fire doorway, sealing as a flamethrower detachment attacks. On the second level, there is only one man sitting at a desk, yelling into a phone. The stairs to the third level are a mass of twisted concrete. The man at the desk wears the stars of a general, but does not seem to notice that the phone as well as all those on the level, are dead.
walk up to him, salute, and in your finest military voice yell, Sir! He will snap around to stare at you. If he thinks you are not worthy of his army, he will slowly dismantle you with his hands and you will join him in his oncoming death. If he thinks you are worthy, he will nod and stare pointedly at you. He does not like slackers, so quickly ask him your question. The only one he will respond to is, Where do I go, sir? He will tell you. He will tell you in such detail, such horrifying detail that you will be tempted to strangle him. Do not try it. He is a far more experienced fighter than you could ever hope to be, and should you break salute, you will meet an extremely messy demise. When he is done, he will say, At ease, and hand you his pistol. This is your cue to drop salute. Take the sidearm and put it in your holster. If you did not have one before, you do now. An explosion will suddenly decimate the far wall and atomize the general. Through the hole you will see on the horizon the long, thin shape of a missile rising. Shut your eyes tight and open them for nothing. The sounds of horrible battle will fade away until out of the silence a single gunshot rings out. Open your eyes. You are standing in the middle of a field of waving wheat. Somehow you know that this is where the horrific battle you walked through will take place. And you also know, somehow, that you will be in the general's place. The pistol he handed to you is Object 44 of 538. Learn how to use it. It has one magazine left. If you fire the last shot at the right time, you'll avoid the fate of the general. If not, you will join him. This episode of Creepy was presented by The Dark Tome. I wouldn't exactly call my life normal, but things have gotten a little weird since I started experimenting with this book called The Dark Tome. When I say the book opened other worlds, I mean that literally. It, it worked! It worked! Holy crap, it worked! There it is. The little village. Uh, what did they call it? Uh, posse... Posse, uh... Positano. Ah! <laughs> no need to be frightened, little girl. If you think imagination is a toy to be locked in a box when the grown-up world comes crashing in, then you must never have heard the legend of the Dark Tome. I mean, I never had either. Not until that May. It was 820 steps from Suliscale to the world below. I walk them again and again with my father, following his tread from our home in the sky and then back again. I walked those stairs when I slept in my dreams. If I had any sense, I would stay home now, but I can't. I don't want to. 
I need another story. The truth? I believe the stairs led down into hell. And hell was where I wanted to go. The Dark Tome is a weird fiction podcast series by Fred Greenhalgh and Bill DeFries. Find The Dark Tome on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts by searching The Dark Tome, or go to thedarktome.com. The Dark Tome. Open the book. Unlock imagination. What happens now? Will you continue reading, or... I don't know. It is up to you. I have all the time in the world. For more information, including pictures and videos of the stories told on this podcast, or to suggest stories for future episodes, please visit us at CreepyPod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or email us at CreepyPod at gmail.com. All stories told on this podcast can be found at creepypastawikia.com and are protected by a Creative Commons license. Some rights reserved unless otherwise stated. Item number SCP-5186 SCP-7160 SCP-7533 Object Class Euclid Keter Safe Special Containment Procedures Spreading across the hemisphere and kicking up vast amounts of ash and dust <laughs> The only thing I could hear was 7219 <laughs> laughing <laughs> Do you remember your name? Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. I feel them again. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. They're in my ears! Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Nobody understands! SCP Archives is a weekly fiction podcast. Each episode, we dive into the strange, the unknown, and the... Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at scparchives.com.